Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lock Talk Radio. I got this music on specially for the guest today. He requested it. I didn't put on the loud part. I don't know why. Sorry, guest. I'll change it next week. You can listen in again. Hey, everybody, Recruiting Animal here on uh, December 4th, 2019, believe it or not. Yeah. Anyway, I just quickly want to tell you that Amy Miller, you know, our good friend, she was complaining on Facebook this week about an article that said you shouldn't wear orange, the color orange, to an interview, because lots of interviewers, recruiters and hiring managers, they don't like it. That's what the article claimed. And, you know, I tend to agree with Amy uh, a lot of the time, but she disagreed with them. She said she's going to wear orange all the time because she doesn't believe that baloney that they're putting out there. But hold on a second. If you were a hiring manager, Uh, And uh, you were looking for a a director of a bank or even a manager of a bank, right? And a man wore a dark orange suit. Would you hire him? No! You wouldn't hire him. What about a pink suit? Would you hire him? No! You wouldn't. He wouldn't get the job. And even with all the publicity we see these days about gender fluidity, if a man wore a dress to one of these interviews, he wouldn't get the job. Okay, that's a no-brainer. So do clothes mean a lot to recruiters? (laughs) Well, if you're going for a job as a developer where everybody dresses like a bum and you wear an orange T-shirt, I don't think it's an issue. But wear an orange shirt in the wrong place and you're counting yourself out yeah and if you don't agree just call in and tell me on jerry this this is the recruiting animal hey what's going on (laughs) you go ahead That was all me. That was all me. That's all right. Who Somebody's already got their listening. It's your guest. Who is doing that? Who's Someone's doing listening, that? To Someone's to listening to the show. I hope it's not the guest. Is that better? Yeah. Is that better? Uh, 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 I didn't hear before. I didn't yeah, hear. I think. Yeah. Uh, I hey, uh, <laughs> Josh. Are you listening to the show through that speaker in the center of the table? Yeah, my computer's off, man. Yeah, turn it off. Are you going to be able to talk to me? Are you going to be able to talk? I want to do it. There's definitely some echo going on. Yeah, maybe you should go and use a phone. 
instead of this no, thing. I'm on the. Okay. I'm on the. Is that better now? Yeah, it's, it's fine now. Okay, just don't wreck the show in the first minute. Okay, I hate yeah. when the guest does that. Okay. Anyway, thank you, Jerry. Can, can I like say think, something, Animal? Can yeah, I just say ahead. something real quick? Yeah. As, yeah, go as ahead. It, as it now seems that almost each show, I have to repudiate and denounce some of your monologue. <laughs> I just want to say I, I myself would not categorically not hire someone if they wore a dress. I don't know their gender identity. I don't presume to know that. And I certainly wouldn't make any hiring decisions based on whether someone chooses to identify with male or female typical dress. So don't make it seem so obvious that nobody would hire a man wearing a dress. I, for one, wouldn't wouldn't make any decisions based on that. And I'm not going to be a part of a show that will constantly keep... I'm going That's with Jerry there on that one. I'm, we okay, have plenty of time, man. Nine binary people you here don't in know, California. You don't know. Yeah. Animal, you don't know the pressure we're under down here in the States. <laughs> you just can't say stuff like that. And you certainly yeah. can't go silent. Silence means consent. And I do okay. not consent to that kind of. Does uh, anybody want to get Does anybody want to come? Okay. Thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does anybody want to come in on that? Yeah. Highest level DevOps I hired last in the last two years uh, was non-binary and very gender fluid, and uh, he did wear a dress to an interview, and we knocked, we did everything we could to get that person. We were lucky to get them. So, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Okay, hold on. That's the guest. Wait a second. If you're hiring for a director for a bank, okay, oh, and the yeah. guy comes in wearing a dress. No. No. Dude, uh, get on it. This is going to – you're going to have to change this to the Archie Bunker recruiting show. <laughs> yeah. Because you, sir, are behind the times. And okay. you're, you're, I mean, you're, I mean, you're in a certain country. I mean, does okay. your, employee, you know your employee handbook states it? If your employee handbook states what they need to wear, which they actually probably do in a bank to some degree, um, you know, I mean, they're they're still a little old school, but I mean, uh, it's that's a that's a tough call. Hey, hold on, Jerry. The guest is kind of with yeah. me. I'm not talking about my own point of view. I'm talking about the world out there. And if uh, you're not wearing a conservative suit, yes. if, if you go to a for a bank job uh-huh. and you're a man, I think you're in trouble. Okay. Oh, I think oh, so if you wear a, wait, so now it's a bank VP job. Well, well, I said earlier, director. you were saying any job. Any no, job. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, if you, you were to listen, what, get the wax out of your ears. Job did, what job was the interview, this theoretical interview for? I said a bank you didn't manager, say. a bank director. In the in, it, you, it's it's uh, it's on recording now. Oh, Anyone oh, can listen. Manager, okay. director. Now it's VP. The 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 level. Of responsibility should not dictate gender conformity. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. Okay, I agree with you. Okay, but I was even saying. uh, Sorry, we'll get to you in a second, Josh. I was saying that even if you're going for a banking job and you're wearing a really bright orange shirt with a tie, that's going to count against you. A bright. Pink, not a light pink that almost looks white, a deep, dark 
pink fuchsia <laughs> dude, shirt? Dude, I dude. think that's going to count. Uh, yeah, man, you are so off base, dude. Do, do you do you realize the variety of shirts and colors that my African American friends wear? Dude, they can pull off some stuff that's that I would never attempt. Okay. Seriously. Structural racism. Oh, we're talking about structural racism now, Jerry, but let's move on, okay? I, I got a guest. You know, he's going to think he doesn't belong here, okay? I, I shouldn't have to start off every show denouncing half of your monologue. So okay, can you can you think of something a little less offensive next week? That's all I'm that's all I'm saying. I'll try before the end of the year, but I'd like to thank my sponsors right, first. I don't know if they want you. their names mentioned. I don't know if they want their company <laughs> names mentioned now that. <laughs> but anyway, there's PC Recruiter. <laughs> that Swiss Army knife of recruiting software. Hire Tool, H I R E T U A L, the super duper sourcing tool. And Hone It, H O N E I T, the phone interview technology. You know what? If Jerry's right, then you know maybe nobody will be advertising on the show next week. The guest today is Josh. Thomas, you know, you wouldn't believe how many people on LinkedIn have that name. I had to find them. Here's his, uh, here's his um, Twitter address. It's a strange one, JT in the world. I think there's other people with that suffix as well, uh, in the world. I never saw it before. How did you come up with that, Josh? Still there? Uh, you know, I'd like to think, uh, yeah, I'm right here, man. Uh, yeah, I'd like to think that I, I was recruiting a little bit more in Canada when I created that account, to be honest. So it's another reason yeah. why I like your show. Because uh, I've always thought of a lot of it. And I'd, so, you know, I, I didn't want to just be JT in California. I like to travel a lot. So, you know, it, it's nice to think that I'm out there in the world. And, my, and, yeah. and I'm out there in the world listening to whatever and whoever and getting I, to know people from all I over see. the place. You're an internationalist. That kind of That's your message. Yeah. So you're typifying me as yeah. all Canadians. Okay. Uh, and you are, uh, you are a contract recruiter. You work in-house but on contract. Is that right? Oh no, I'm full time. I'm a full time employee and proud of it. We have a lot more full time uh, full time recruiters here in California lately, which is a nice trend. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I misunderstood. Nice, it. nice okay. research, animal. I, take a look at his <laughs> LinkedIn. Take, take a look at his LinkedIn profile. Yeah, it's hard to sell the stock of the benefits. Hard to sell animal the stock of the talk. benefits if you're not getting them. You know, if you're not getting the stock of the benefits, I mean, it's hard to sell them. You know, because end of the day, you're not getting them. So I, I prefer to be in house and working full time for a role. With a company in and get stock, hey, yeah. you know? In fact, he also says, he said that he likes to be on site. You, Everybody else in the world wants to work remote now, but not you. Is that right? That's correct, yeah. We have a beautiful location. Though. I mean, we're looking out on the whole bay here at Levi's Plaza in San Francisco. So, uh, But, yeah, I prefer to be on site. I like to mix it up and make sure the interviews aren't going screwy. You know, a lot of things can happen when you got, like, six six people on an interview panel and, you know, half of them don't show. Here I'm lucky. Everybody shows really nicely because we're all – everybody that works for our company has to be on site five days a week. So. Okay. So are you saying that uh, nor, in, in other companies, commonly they're doing panel interviews and half the people responsible for the hire don't even show up at the interview? Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying it's like all the time. I'm saying I've been in some companies where that has occurred. I mean, but you know, it's it's usually I would say maybe like 25%. Some happens. Somebody's late. A morning interview in particular. Somebody gets stuck in traffic. You know, it starts to snowball. You can't run over and get grab somebody else and throw them in the interview. You got to hope they're on Slack. Like I'd rather be able to run around and see who's here and slap somebody else into that interview to make sure it doesn't go sideways and snowball. What so a it takes shambles. Breath, you, know? you know what? 
Daniel Chait Daniel Chait was on a, a, a few years ago, and he he explained that recruiting for IT is a shambles. And what you've described, uh, you know, you can't schedule an interview early because the people doing the interview might not show up 25% of the time. That's terrible. Yeah. That's yeah, normal. Don't get me, my current company is like clockwork, and that's half the reason I was here. My interview was run really okay, smoothly. Look, I, I love our coordinator, like, and they did it right. You know? Yeah, okay. Your current yeah. place is good. Okay, did somebody yeah. else want to say there? They said, let them talk, animal. Did you want to say something besides that? Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I just wanted to hear him talk. Uh, yeah, orange oh, is the color of jail. Orange, orange, yeah. is the color, orange is the color of jail jumpsuits, and it also makes people hungry. <laughs> So, I mean, there's that. I mean, you know what I mean? It's, those are two things I think about the color orange. But okay. I do, I, I've seen some people pull it off. Okay. On LinkedIn, you use your the, – the, I saw Amy did this as well uh, yeah. uh, when she was at Microsoft. You use the space for your current job description. You use it to promote your company. You know, you say why it's a good place to work. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I, in my mind, if you, I mean, I, I'm not looking for a new gig. Um, you should know I'm a senior. You look at my background. I've been doing this for 10 plus years. If I don't know what I'm doing by now, I shouldn't be doing it. You assume I'm a recruiter. You assume I know what I'm doing. And at the same time, I feel like you can use that space for something informative and tell about the company. And I can do a little blurb and I can give my email in there and people can ask me for more. And sometimes I'll switch it up and put a few of my job script, the, like the, the necessary jobs I'm working on in that spot as well. So, uh, yeah. Alan Floor. Alan Floor. Is your chance? Do you agree with him about that? Yeah. Yeah, Alan. Because do you agree what? with that? I think it's he a good idea. It. He does it. I don't do yeah. it right now, but it's a good idea. Why not? Uh-huh. I'm going to start doing it. Okay, it's good, but not I, good I enough Jerry, for you. I think Jerry should put a should put a picture up with him with that massive fish in his hand. I think that would be a great one for him. Yeah, really, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Josh, you don't have a college degree. You've been a recruiter for over 10 years. Do you feel you're missing something? I mean, uh, I, I don't want to be a manager or director myself. I'd like to be an individual contributor. If I were to go up, up the, wanted to go up the ladder, sure, that might slow me down a little bit. Why? Um, Why would it slow yeah. you down? What would you be missing? What, uh, if you took a degree in English or something or political science, what would you be missing? Uh, that You know, you've already got 10 years' experience. What would you be missing if you moved into a director or managerial role? Well, I mean, we do have a significant amount of people that do pay a lot of attention to college degrees. I mean, let's face it, a lot of hiring managers. I mean, I'm having guys who are talking about not taking AP courses in high school and stuff. You know, it's, it's, it's something that people – there are a significant amount of college – I wouldn't call them – you know, people that do like the rarefied air that comes with a college degree, and they all associate – Jerry! Jerry! How come you don't come at them for this? Don't tell me that's not prejudice. Uh, they want degrees in education that have no relationship to competence on the job. That's what you should be uh, complaining about. I, I was yeah. just listening to his. I was just listening to his opinion, Animal. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, most, I, mean, I didn't know that that was against the rules now too. God. This has morphed into this weird. Uh, you had to butt in for. On uh, me. Okay. Okay. Here's something else. You go to tech conferences, uh, Josh, and yeah. then you go to the bar and you copy down name tags. Right? <laughs> Am I right about yeah. that? That's your sourcing. Yeah. That's how. Yeah. I've done. A little, I've been known to do that a few times. Yeah. 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 How it's, come you don't just take a school. picture? Of, yeah, it is. How come you don't just take a picture these days? 
I got a pretty good, I got a pretty decent memory for names, and I go pretty quick. And you know, taking a picture of somebody's little tap. I mean, you, you don't want to sidle up on people taking pictures, man. I mean, but I, you know, I'm old school enough to remember when people used to grab the, you know, the the contest and the bowl at the local sandwich shop and just grab all those cards and leave. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh-huh. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's people old. people do. You know, you know, it's one of those ones. You don't want to, you don't want to be like taking pictures of people, but it's definitely something where you you want to pay attention to who you're talking to and get a, getting a look at that and. Yeah, and you can get a memory and just jot it down. I used to do that. Okay, I used to do that too, and we used to get good names. But I, just like you, I went with a partner, and but we could pretend we're talking to each other and look over uh, each other's shoulders and, and copy down names. But you say this is your advice for people who want to do that: always have a tech staff person with you who can change the focus of the conversation. If you're cornered by an engineer that you have no interest in, who's taking up too much of your time, so then. This your wingman can uh, take him off your hands. Is that and you can move on to somebody else? Is that your advice? Uh, I want not necessarily tech type. It's good to work in tandem with another person. I mean, I've had um, some awesome um, female recruiters that I've worked with, and we've worked a room together. Um, a lot of times they're going to get cornered, and not necessarily because somebody wants to talk about the company. Um, so I've, you know, yeah, it's good to work in tandem. I mean, a simple signal like tugging the earlobe means, hey, this guy is not what we're looking for, and I need to get moved off this conversation because he's simply just, you know, trying to talk up, talk up a female recruiter, you know, or, or, and she's actually saved me in that way too because I'll, she'll be looking at me and I'll do that, and she's, she can divert the attention. So it's kind of you do need to work. I think it's great to work in tandem if you're in the meat space for sure. Okay, so if you're talking with somebody and you're not interested in this uh, tech person because you're a tech recruiter, uh, how do you ditch them? I mean, does she start talking to them and then you sort of slip away while they're looking in the other direction, or uh, or do you both dump that person? And if if you both um, dump them at the same yeah. time, how do you get rid of them? That's something I've always I used to ask all the time. How do you get rid of people yeah. when you want to end a conversation? Go ahead. I mean, besides spilling a drink on them, I mean, no, I'm kidding. Uh, the uh, the there's, I mean, there's simple. It's one of those things. I mean, a lot of people are there in the network. Um, you know, people should realize it, but I mean, it's as simple as finishing my drink and going back to the bar. You know, sometimes. You know, I mean, there's. You just have to. You need another reason to move. And oh, I'm getting called across the room. It's like being at a party. You know, if you're talking to the wrong person, you don't want to talk to. There's, there's always ways to extricate yourself. So you know? yeah. So see, that's um, the thing. You know, everybody but, always said. Everybody always said. Oh, I tell them I have to go to the washroom. Okay, well, actually, girls yeah. did that. I never. Okay, so there's always an excuse. You can't just dump somebody straight. Is that what you're saying? You have to have an yeah. excuse or a pal to take them off your hands, right? That's yeah, it. pal yeah. works. Pal works really well. I mean, I'd also say though, if somebody's got it, I mean, I'm, you know, I believe in talking to people. If somebody's got a legitimate question for me, it's going to help them in their career. They want to know if yeah. I can answer it quickly, man. I'm going to answer. People are people. Yeah. I mean, you got to. Okay. But then, you never then know the question. I'm, gonna be. I'm moving off. Uh, I'm moving off from yeah. this. But my final point yeah. is that you, you unload this person on a pal, then the pal's got to find a way to get rid of them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Now, you laughed. You laughed when our friend on, on Facebook, you laughed when our friend Adam W. Gordon said, in two years, sourcing will be fully automated. You think that's nonsense. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, I mean, they've been saying that for like 10 years. I mean, come on, right? We all know it. There's, there's tools, sure. but What level are your Boolean skills? Uh, you know, I don't use I don't use them as much as I used to be. I used to be more of a, I mean, I was errors trained way back when. 
But, I mean, I've got a couple search strings I depend on pretty hardcore, but, you know, I'd say they could be better, you know, to be honest with you. So I'm hoping you're not going to grill me on a bunch of those. <laughs> oh, no, but I'm going to say that how you just rated yourself, you're no more than a seven. Is that fair? Although your, your, say, special yeah. search, your special search strings might be nines, okay? Yeah, that's those... the thing. I've got some ones I'm never going to share, and I never will, and they always work. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and, and but when someone asked what the number one skill is for a recruiter, you didn't say sourcing, you said communication. Yeah, right? but I mean communication. Yeah, uh, I believe so. I mean, I yes, yeah, I mean, I believe, sourcing is communication. I mean, it matters how you re, you still got to reach out to the person, right? You okay, well, that, yeah, we're, I was talking about yeah. name gen sourcing. Okay, but oh, yeah. you're talking yeah. about what kind what kind of communication skills are you talking about? The building rapport quickly. I mean, what what are you referring to? Communication skills. It doesn't mean anything. I mean, you know, like Lou Adler, you know, goes back to his, how he tailors tailors messaging, you know, for each person. You know, I'm I'm going to try to find a little more information out about the person, and I'm going to try to tailor my my approach with something that interests them. You know, whether it's bicycling, going to Burning Man, doing whatever it is out here in particular. You know, there's a you can always hook onto something. Um, it's uh, nice if you get really? the hobbies, yeah. but well, you, I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't. Give well, me an example. Yeah, just you're, yeah, uh, I mean, if you're sourcing for analysts, you might not be able to. I mean, that's something else. Give me else, an example. But, you know? Give me an example of when you've done that, Bur- Burning Man or. Uh, yeah. Fritos. Or I mean, can we talk? Can we talk when you get back? Can we talk when you get back from Burning Man? You know, that was the lead-in subject line. Um, and I, you know, and I kept, said, oh, I'll be there myself. Uh, but I doubt we'll find each other. There's, you know, a lot of people there. So when you come back, let's talk. And the guy got back to me. He's a DevOps, uh, strong DevOps engineer. Didn't make it through. The, didn't make the cut. But he's, but he's a great guy. And you know, still friends with it. But you know, there's that, there's uh, bicycling, and there's photography. I mean, every engineer loves photography. I'm mostly engineering focused. Um, photography, of course, is a lot of times part of my Boolean searches. You know, I'll throw that in there. Um, it, it's odd, but it's one of those things. It's a geeky hobby, you know, and that's not, not to use the word geek in a bad way. I respect geeks, but it is something where, you know, you can, if you can use that hook and, you know, you and can how do you throw find out about it? How do, how do you find out about that hobby? Well, or I mean, people are going to, I mean, that's, that's a little more deep web. I mean, like deep web stuff. That's a lot, little bit more when I'm finding people by Boolean searches, and it's going to be their old. I mean, it's a little old school, but their websites are out there with their photography interests. You know, with with all their photography on there, and they're going to have. Well, a little you're bit looking of at their blogs. Not everybody's got a blog, yeah. though. I mean, that, it's not like you're going to no. find a blog for every potential candidate and be able to no. find out what they, you know, their their favorite things are, and then come back to them. Don't give me that, no. okay? You can find there. You got to find. Well, I don't do a ton of Twitter feed stuff, but you could. A lot of people have a Twitter feed. I mean, you know. Okay. Does, any, ask, does everybody agree? Does everybody agree with him that you could use these? You know, find these. You know, interesting things to talk about when you're approaching strangers. Does everybody agree with him? Sure. Somebody's why on not? Why not? Who's that? Who? Somebody uh, identify your name so I can ide- talk to you. Who is it? Oh, this is Kathy. I agree. Kathy agrees. I agree. I mean, I, that's part of, you know, parlay that to working a room at a cocktail party. You go up to somebody and you ask them questions about themselves. What do you do? You know, that's a nice suit, whatever, and it gets them talking. And the rapport starts growing because you're showing an interest in them. And okay, Kathy, you're dodging the question. How do you find, You're not at a party. You can't walk up and ask I'm them what they do. do the same. 
you didn't listen to the last part of my, my statement, which is you can do the same thing as a recruiter, whether in person or over the phone. You're not even on the phone. He's approaching them by email, it sounds like to me. Or how do you get, what's your first contact, Josh? It is usually, it's usually email or in mail. I mean, I'm doing, I'm doing as many different methods as I can, really, to be honest. If I, if I find a personal phone number and it's somebody I really want, I'm leaving. I'm, they don't want to pick up the phone, but I'll leave them voicemails. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, How many voicemails? Even in the email, you can make it all about them so that they will want to reply. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. you're shifting so email your email now. Okay. Yeah, email in particular, definitely. And How, many voicemails? Whole... How many voicemails uh, will you leave? Would I leave? I mean, if I really want to talk to somebody, three. I mean, three. I mean, it takes seven in in sales, right? That's the old Zig Ziglar method. It takes seven seven contacts to reach somebody. Even my trickle email, when I'm using like my, uh, you know, I'm, right now I'm using Entelo, but if, if, you know, when I was using Gem, I used I would set it up to four emails, and that's you know over the span of two months, just to drop it, you know, and, and after sometimes on the third one it'd come back, you know. Um, some sourcers actually told me that they feel, and don't get me wrong, don't, don't bias me on this one, but females actually take longer to respond um, than males do. But that's, you know, it, I, I don't, I don't, I can take it with a grain of salt, but, you know, the more you bug somebody, some people are used to being chased a little bit more, you know? Uh-huh. So, so you'll yeah. wait to, to send four emails, you'll space it over two months. What if you want to fill a job? Uh, you're not doing it over two weeks? Yeah, that's a little more from like my um, from my evergreen jobs, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. I mean, yeah, I would do. Two, I mean, two over two is pretty annoying. Let's face it. I mean, you know, but if you, really? you space them out a little bit, so you'll walk back, away after two. Pretty, you'll walk away after two. Yeah, it's a numbers game. I mean, if somebody, I mean, I, I but I'm also sending them. Don't forget, I'm also sending them an in-mail. I'm sending that to two different in- emails if I have to have their personal. I'm not sending it to their work usually, but. You know, I'm usually sending sending it to the number two two personals if I can find two personals out there. You know. Okay, Jerry, you want to ask a question? Jerry, wake up. You want to ask a question? Yeah. Well, yeah. What's what's your number, Animal? How many voicemails will you leave? Uh, I find after five they get pissed off at you. Five? You're kidding me. Five? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not six. Five every single time. Five. Give us an example. Emails. Give us an example of five contacts that you finally decided you're done. Give us an example. There's, 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 like, there's tons of them. I mean, also five emails as well. They'll get back uh, after the go. fifth email. Being, uh, being slippery. Being slippery. Uh-huh. I caught you, animal. I just used that to prove that you, you've, got, uh, you've got one story for your guests and one for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Michael G. Cox, Jerry doesn't have anything to say. Do you have a question for this guy, Josh Thomas? No, no. It, uh, well, yeah, is is he uh, internal, external? Just curious. Wake up. Yeah, he I mean, said he's internal, full-time, yeah. internal. Okay. He likes Thank being you. on site. He's, he's a go-against-the-grain yeah. go guy. He, everybody else in the world wants to be remote. He wants to be on site. Okay? Anybody else got a question for him? I'm giving you all chances. Anybody? No? Where, do, where does he work? What company is he with? I work with Bungle. It's like Jungle, but with a V. Yep. So we do performance marketing for uh, apps. So mostly mostly games, so casual games in particular. But, yeah, so we do as well as apps. So we're, we're SDK is in 60,000 apps currently. 
uh, by comparison, Facebook's in only about 42,000. So, um, I got a question you know, for you. I got a question for you. I got a question for you. So you're in the tech field. There's a, an agency recruiter like like Jerry, not Jerry, but like Jerry, who's a tech an agency tech recruiter. Okay, if he wants to get business from a company like yours, what's the best approach? I mean, uh, we have a local um, Silicon Valley Recruiters Association. Um, it's a yeah. panel thing. I go there religiously. I learn a lot from that panel. They're always awesome. Um, and uh, I meet some agency recruiters there, and they're friendly, and they're nice. They approach me over a beer and talk to me a little bit. Um, that's a great way to do it, you know, because we do, we do go to some conferences nowadays, you know. Um, and it, it's always good to be – as long as he's knowledgeable or she's knowledgeable and can, can talk to me about what the subject is, it's going to make a difference. I'll grill him a little bit on technical areas. Of course, I mean, you know, it's, it's, reputation is always key. I mean, there's – there's a lot of agency recruiters that are pretty new to the game, so it's uh-huh. I, you know it's it's hard to say. I, I would say probably you know nice. I, I think it's great to approach the recruiter instead of going around to the hiring manager. And I'll give you a straight up answer: we don't work with agencies right now. Um, and it's yeah, going okay. to be it's going to help you for it wasn't a way for us to get orders from you, but I was curious. So you said you'll yeah. grill the recruiter, <laughs> you'll grill the recruiter on technical stuff. Like give us give me an example yeah. of that, okay? Okay, so uh, if you use we use we do containerization now with uh, with Docker, but we keep track of it by using a, uh, something that comes through Google. Um, you know, it starts with a K. You know, <laughs> like if they don't know the word Kubernetes, they're in trouble in today's DevOps market. You know, um, you know, a lot of times I actually do grill them on geography too. I mean, if somebody calls me out of the blue and they're like, "Oh, I got this great guy," and they, he's out of here, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, well, we're in San Francisco. Uh, he's uh, in Union City. Is that a long BART ride, or you know?" Like, I, if they don't know the geography or where I work, that's a problem, you know, because we don't look at candidates that are too far away. We like retention, you know, especially, you know, and that's, I work for a company. We want to have people that are going to stay here for a long time. And if they have over an hour commute, it's, I mean, odds are they're not going to stick around, you know, so. So there's another um, question so, yeah. for you. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you uh, if retention is, is a, a way to measure your higher quality of hire, but I have to do some ads. Okay, because Jerry took so much time scolding me at the beginning that I, I had to put everything back. Okay, so I anyway, wasn't scolding it. you. I was maintaining my personal reputation and brand. Okay, yeah. Okay, great. Okay, <laughs> just hey, everybody. There's, there's a big difference. Hone it. H o n e i t dot com. You know what it is? It's phone interview technology. It records your interviews, turns the key questions and answers into separate audio clips to help hiring managers hear the motivation, the personality, the enthusiasm that the recruiter just heard. When you can share a story with a hiring manager in the candidate's own voice, man, that delivers a ton of info that you just can't get from a resume or a dry report. So if you want to get a hiring manager excited about a great candidate, share some of the sizzle with Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T dot com. Okay, it also turns the whole interview into a searchable transcript as well. Somebody who's banging around in their sink there should stop when I'm doing the ads, okay? There's one thing I'm going to ask Nick Livingston. If you're on, Nick, you should tell me or you can uh, send me an email later. What if the person you're speaking to, the candidate, just, you know, is talks in a monotone as well? Maybe you don't want to send a recording <laughs> point they're just not that exciting although you know their technical know-how and geographic know-how would still come through back to josh thomas 
Okay, we're not getting. You know, this is uh, we're not getting through a lot of questions. So if you want, you can come back another time. But here's another thing. You see, see you you were easy to make questions for because you talked a lot on Facebook, so I could see what you think about. Okay, you said someone asked, "What's the best advice you've ever given to another recruiter?" And you said, "Always ask for referrals." Now that is a very controversial topic in my opinion what do you mean by that always ask for referrals i mean i'm i'm a little more on the back end when they come in and they start i'm going to ask them to sit down with me and look for five you know five people that they know that would work well for our company um, okay how do you do but, that hold on hold on hold on hold on person comes in first day and they're you're there like a hornet or or whatever oh no i'm waiting like to, no i'm waiting like i'm waiting like two weeks to a month on that one and like then what weeks. do you do? Yeah. Then how do you approach them? Hey, come here. I want to talk to you. Okay, we have a referral program. You mind sitting down with me and let's go through your LinkedIn. Let's, you know, let's let's see who you know. Let me help you do this. And I'll. Josh, I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable giving out anybody's name. Sorry. Yeah. Well, you know, it's okay. I mean, it's one of those things. If you if you're okay with posting our our job ads, we'd love that. I mean, that's something that you can help us out with and help your department out with. And that's on, your job, so okay? I wasn't hired job. to be a recruiter here or an advertising agent, okay? Yeah, well, you know, it's one of those things. You might as well help us because we're going to give you five. We we only pay thousand dollars for referral. We actually don't believe in paying high referral money. We believe that people should bring in people for their team that are going to strengthen our company. And it's going to lighten their load. So a lot of times people are pretty receptive to it, particularly after we don't have a hard, we have a good live work blend, but you know, after two weeks to a month, I mean, it's one of those things. They know that there's an open position in their department. They know it's going to help them out. They're probably going to be more, more willing to talk to me after they've assessed their workload, you know? So that's the uh-huh. thing. You don't want to hit them the first day. I don't believe in that. I think it's, I think that's the wrong thing to do. And it's too great. I mean, you don't want to be terribly aggressive around referrals, um, but once I get to talk to somebody, I mean, I talk to salespeople a lot and so forth, and I, I do a little bit of analyst role stuff. You know, it, it's somebody's peripheral, you know, who might know somebody who does something similar. We're in ad tech ourselves, though. So this is, this is something where we have a pretty small community of companies. Um, so, you know, okay, when I on, hear about somebody. Okay, yeah, hold on. You took this in a completely different way. It was a reasonable answer, but I thought you meant when you're out searching for a candidate and you contact somebody, you leave a voicemail, the person gets back to you, not interested, not suitable, whatever. It's no go. Do you start trying to get names? You you try to get names then? Because you said always ask for referrals. How do you do it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if if, if they're just sending – I mean, that's the thing. When you're using InMail a lot, they will come back to you. The ones who just ignore you, I mean, they ignore you. The ones who come back to you say, hey, not right now. You know, thanks for the referral. I'll say I'm going to make a note within our database and also on LinkedIn so other recruiters don't bother you for for a year and then uh, let them know that, you know, but that I'll say, do you know anybody who'd work for this role? You know, can you, you know, and that's that's something that people do know people. And if you, you might as well ask because the person's friendly enough to, to respect you as a recruiter and it, you're not, you don't have a lot to lose by asking them. Um, and I've had guys who didn't fit a role uh, and I talked to them about it and they were just over on the comp, that kind of thing. You know, and I'm like, do you, have, do you know someone who's earlier on in their career? And I did get a placement out of that, and that was that was a nice one. And, the, you know, it's one of those things. We are a community. It's a small valley is a common thing you hear about California, and in particular in the Bay Area. We are a small valley, um, and people know people, and they know it's, it's all going to come back around. They know sooner or later I am going to have the right role for them. And hopefully I, I lot, that guy's lodged in my memory because he gave me a placement, you know. Uh, when I have that director-level role in a company that he wants to work for and he's still a manager – 
you know, he's a person I'm going to be looking at, you know, so it is one of those things. I do keep notes. I mean, I have my own database. I keep notes. I keep notes on people that I run into in the world, and I encourage every recruiter to do the same. Always have your own database of people that you're working with and, and you've run into and that are notable in particular, you know, so, yeah. You, okay. you always want to ask so hold on a lose. sec. Wait a second. So, so there's lots of people who say, look, you've just contacted somebody for the first time. They don't know you. They've got no reason to trust you, uh, and, and yeah. that means they've got no reason to give you anybody's name and pass them on to your friends. What do you think about that? Um, you know, that's a, that's a, yeah. Well, it's one of those things. If you're targeting the right person that's within the right industry that does a similar set of skills, you know, it's something where they do know somebody, um, but it's tough on the first contact. I know what you mean. Matters how friendly they are when they get back to you. I and mean, if they're really respectful when they get back to you, you might as well push the boundaries a little bit, you know, and ask them, ask them that question. If you're not going to be aggressive, a little aggressive in recruiting, you, kind of, you know, you're kind of in the wrong business, right? I mean, you'd agree oh, with really? me on that okay, one, so right? If you were interviewing, you if, you were interviewing if you were interviewing somebody for a recruiting job, and you asked the question, are you good at getting referrals? When do you ask for them? And the person said, you know, with big, great conviction, I'll never ask someone on a first contact. I haven't earned their trust. You'd say, I'm not sure this person's for me. Is that, is that what you're telling me? No, I mean, I, uh, sure. Yeah, I'll go with that. Okay. I mean, that's okay. Yeah. They have other skills, as long as they've got skills in other areas. You know, it's referrals, asking for referrals is, is it's something that's important, but it's, if you haven't heard that person's trust, I mean, it, I mean. Okay, final question about final question about referrals. The person says, "No, I, uh, no, Josh, I don't know anybody." And you just told us you're sure that he or she does because it's a small valley, as you said. Are you going to say, "Look, it's a small valley. We all know lots of people." Okay, uh, you, you must know somebody. Will you do that? Will you nudge them when they when they say no? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'll nudge them when you say no. Yeah, for sure. What do you say? I mean, that's what, what I do you say? I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll look. I'll look on their. If I know their LinkedIn, I'm looking on their LinkedIn and I see commonality. I'll be like, hey, look, this. I'll I'll drop a name. I'll be like, what about what about Michael Freeze? You know, he's he's great at what he does. We're still looking for a sales. Do you know if he's looking if he's looking around a little bit or you know if he's because then I'm like, oh, you actually know somebody that I know. I I reference you on LinkedIn as that person knows. So you know, you could kind of nudge that commonality a little bit because. Because yeah, I mean, I like most people that I'm, I'm uh, that I'm looking at. I'm st- they still have like three, they still have three or four people that I know that they know through their LinkedIn, and I can identify. I'm sitting right there looking at the name. I can say, well, what about Michael Vries? I mean, is he looking right now, or do you know? I'm like, you know, you kind of want to. Kathy, wanna Kathy, Kathy, are you there. still here? Kathy, did you dump me already? Are you still with us? Kathy. I'm still here, but I've lost track of the conversation. Oh, okay. But hey, oh, I'll ask you a question, Kat. That's okay, Kathy. You're busy I'm making sorry. cookies or something. I know you got a busy life. You're surfing and stuff. Okay. But if you get some, if you ask somebody for a referral, and the person says she says no, okay, are you going to mm-hmm. press her? Are you going to say I know you know someone? Don't don't tell me that. Okay. Are you going to press her? Um, probably not. But I may call back like in a month. Mm. A month. Yeah, you got to cool. fill the job tomorrow, okay? I know. A month I know, is no but I'm good. Saying, I, I wouldn't, no, not for the immediate job opening, but I have done that really successfully and pulled a ton of people from companies by getting the rapport with the person saying, you know, I'm calling back. You know, did anybody cross your mind since we last spoke? And just get a, a relationship going just to build your bench. 
But no, okay. I wouldn't push it on the first call. No. Okay, Mike. Michael G. Cox, you want to come in there? No, I mean, asking for referrals doesn't have to be that big a deal. I, I, I do it all the time, but it's not like saying, hey, I would like to ask you for some referrals. It's, you know, hey, do you know somebody? Clearly this job doesn't make sense for you. Or, hey, great, welcome to the team. Um, before you start, though, um, now that you've received your offer, who else do you know? Because we're actually still hiring. Or Mike, I don't know anybody. Uh, Mike, I don't know anybody. Sorry. You know nobody. Seriously, you know nobody. <laughs> Would After you say all that? The work that we've done together, you're saying you know nobody. We've got <laughs> hold on. This is a, you're calling somebody. Weeks, you that, you're calling somebody the first time, okay? Uh, or emailing, <laughs> but you actually you got them on the phone, right. and, and and the you, person's not a fit, just like Josh said, uh, and you ask, and the person says, "Sorry, Mike, I don't know anybody." You're gonna come on that aggressively. I like it, but well, you're gonna do it. No, it, it's not aggressive. It's just, you know, having – it's a bit of banter. It, it yeah. doesn't have to be that aggressive. Well, I just I got off a call earlier not, today. I said, I hey, this, with, this position – I, I just got I off a call with, with the – If it's somebody you've placed, if it's somebody you've placed, I really would push for a referral. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But as an example, I just got off of a call earlier, just before this right now, with a candidate – didn't make sense. The opportunity in Houston doesn't make sense for the guy, so we're not going to move forward. Hey, cool, man, but I, I see you've been employed in, in, in sales for the past 20-some years. Do you know somebody that that might be you know, a, a better fit for this opportunity? And he says, yeah, let me, let me take a look. All right, great. I'll follow up with you tomorrow. Okay, final. Alan, do you want to get in on this before I move on? Interested? No, I think you answered it. <sighs> Okay, okay, I'm going to do an ad. I, I left out, you know, somebody's got to help me. I keep leaving the ads for so late. I don't know why they come back and, and let me do it again the next week. Anyway, hey, everybody here recruiting animal for PC Recruiter, okay? You know, I read people on Facebook talking about PC Recruiter all the time. We use PC Recruiter, and we love it. We've demoed all kinds of systems, and PC Recruiter has the most robust set of features other products do one or two things better but overall pc recruiters got the most features we do tons of industries and different types of jobs and it's very versatile because pc recruiter is configurable it's the most customizable ats go and get it pc recruiter.net and somebody always decides to make noise in the background when i'm doing my ads do not do that, okay? Just because you did that, I'm going to do another ad right off the bat, okay? Hire tool. Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. What noise are you talking about? I, I Probably you. It sounds like you're beating about no. in your fridge looking for lunch. No. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. Okay. Anyway, hire anyway. tool, everybody. There you no, go. No, no. Okay. Are you finished? H I R E T. Now the higher tool and the punishment. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put it that way. H I R E T U A L. Here, I'm going to quote people. It's a great tool, best in the industry. Just in case you don't know, it's a sourcing tool. It does the sourcing for you. The best tool ever. I highly recommend Hire Tool. Another person. I love it. 
The AI sourcing tool is amazing. Just set it and forget it. Does the work for you. That's what she means. Yes, I set it and forget it. Somebody, you know, copied that. Their email finding is one of the best available and definitely the fastest and easiest. You can go to HireTool.com and get the free Chrome extension, and it will give you uh, business and personal uh, you know, phone numbers and email addresses, okay? Uh, yeah, don't do that when I'm advertising. No, okay, no, no, Jerry? You just you just hey, can I jump in like, here though, that, like that was just such a bore to do that ad. I wouldn't even pay for that. I, I do like that. you know that is that is something I'm hoping to get out of this because I'm looking at. I mean, I'm right now I'm on Intello. Um, it's something where after the LinkedIn switched their API, it feels like I'm not getting anything out of it as far as contacts and so forth. I'm looking to go on to use Gem. Um, I'm not that experienced with HireTool. I've heard good stuff about it. Is that tool? Is that thing expensive or what's the deal with it? You know what? Uh, you should talk to, to Amy Miller, okay? I'm going to set you up with her because she's a user and she's very enthusiastic. Also, uh, Michael Krause, he's a, a super uh, heavy-duty sourcer, and they can well, give you why, good why, why wouldn't you set him up directly with Hire Tool? Because, you <laughs> yeah, know what, an endorsement. Talk, an endorsement. Talk, an endorsement. Yeah, you could, yeah, you could yeah. talk to I'd them. I'd rather talk okay? to somebody else. Yeah, yeah I'd rather talk, talk to somebody else. Go. Yeah, why not talk to a couple of users? Why not talk to yeah, some surely. users? Yeah, I believe okay. in that too. Jerry. I'm a big fan of that. Jerry, Jerry thinks he's a salesman. Uh, yeah, right. Okay. But I mean, is this the thing you're talking about when you well, asked me early God, on? You yeah, I'm interested in the person I talked to. You're like, oh, let me, let me. Yeah, but you asked me early what? on about automation. Is automation going to replace sourcers? You know, is this, yeah. is this what you're talking about here? Is this, is this no. the one that's going to be the, no. the sorcerer, no. the silver bullet you for have, sourcing? Um, it's just, or is that this, wasn't I mean, what I, I believe I was, in getting assistance. Yeah, okay. I believe in assistance, you know what I mean, and things that can help you and really make it a shortcut. So I, I, do, I definitely do. Don't get me wrong. I want to learn more about tools, and I want to use more tools. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm definitely always open to learning. That's kind of why I'm still in the game at my old age, you know, because I think I'm, I'm not done learning, and, the, and it is changing. There is a lot of evolution within recruiting. I mean, I go to the ATS every automated, you know, recruiting ARS, Automated Recruiting Summit every year. Um, I still haven't seen the silver bullet, but I definitely think some of these new tools people really do like a lot, and I'm always checking them out. So would you say this is the top – I mean, you're obviously – maybe you're paid to say it, but – um, what, what else would you stack up against Hire Tool that would be in that same same area, that same genre? Uh, uh, well, what do people say? There's Nymeria is a comp competitor. Seek Out is a right. comp competitor. Uh, Contact Out is there one like that? I don't know. But Hire Tool is, is yeah, if it's not the, it's it's not the leader. It's 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 a front runner. Okay, it's uh, people rave yeah. about it and they're not paid. Okay. And we don't get that much money. Okay, just so you know, <laughs> you know, if if the if all of my advertisers stopped advertising, uh, we wouldn't notice it. So, so to be quite frank, financially, uh, so um, so. But you say you like tools. Uh, do you have? I'm going to ask you a technical question, but then if you have some tools you'd like to share with us that you really think are, are helping you, tell us. But you wrote this on Facebook, an anchor hack. What's an anchor hack? Oh, anchor hacks just say, that's the basic, you know, in in URL, you know, and then it's gonna pull. Like it's kind of funny. The 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 one that I like the most. It's one of the well, I probably shouldn't say it, but because LinkedIn hates it, but it's a, in 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 uh, col colon. I tried to say a Canadian, but uh, it didn't work. Uh, 
in colon uh, URL and then, you know, and then another call, another uh, colon um, LinkedIn and then plus, you know, and even that's just a simple, that's one of the simplest one out there. You can actually see, I can put in, uh, I can use an anchor hack with Java developers. I mean, that's old school, say uh, Python developers in California in my 415-510-650 area code. Uh, and then it's actually going to pull down more Python developers from the from the web than it would if I was inside of LinkedIn with a recruiter seat uh, using it. It's kind of interesting. So you can pull up like the numbers are higher that are out there that are old accounts that people deleted, but they still sit out there uh, that are public profiles. Uh, I can pull down almost as many I can pull almost as many if not more outside of LinkedIn looking in than I can from inside of LinkedIn using their search tool. Yeah, I don't so, understand like, that, what you said, but if anybody wants to know how to do a Boolean search and get good people via uh, outside of LinkedIn, uh, call this guy, Josh Thomas, and he'll tell you. Or look up Anchor Hack. Maybe it's online. I assume it is. Yeah, it's online. Okay. Yeah, it's one of the simplest, oldest, the oldest Boolean hacks out there. And you can use it for anything if you want to find out. If you're, if you're targeting a specific company, you want to use it. You want to use the Anchor Hack because you're going to pull up. It's basically going to pull up any URL that has LinkedIn. Within it, right? So if you use that anchor Alan Floor, Alan Floor, do you know what an anchor? Do you do you use anchor hacks, Alan? Do you know what an anchor hack is? Maybe he's gone. Okay. You're losing a lot of people. We're 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 drifting. I'm. Why? Why? Because of the anchor? He talked. He rambled a little bit about it, but I was trying to understand. I don't know what an anchor hack is. Okay. Yeah, it's it's basically going to pull up. Maybe you should learn. Maybe you should learn, Jerry. Okay. I'm done learning. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. guy says it's basically going to pull up any anything that has that URL. It's going to pull it up. So if link everybody has LinkedIn, anybody who has a public profile on LinkedIn, which is everybody, it's going to pull up any any one of those links. It's going to in, inside the URL LinkedIn, and then it's going to pull up all those people that have those skills within it. So okay. It's gonna, okay. Anybody, well, Jerry you know, says you're boring that. people to death. Uh, Jerry says you're killing us with the with the anchor hack. Okay. No, so it's just, with you, you, you lost Alan. I thought it's got to be like 1.30 by now. It turns out that we've got another 11 minutes of slogging well, yeah, I'm, along I'm here before I'm I can go grab people to ask him questions. What are you guys I'm not asking about? good questions. Okay, uh, here, I'm inviting people to ask questions that are better than mine. And also, if he's not answering right, interrupt and guide the guy. Tell him how you want it answered. Okay, okay I do I that. I have a question. Can we do another holiday show including amy miller and alan and all of those other people that weren't there 10 years ago can we do that jerry did that show not me I know. jerry think about actually, it actually that was my that was mike a stringer no oh. you put it together yeah you did well, yeah, that that wouldn't surprise me. I've I've done a lot of he, he took things. his he I took his really shirt off. Okay, uh, you, okay, yeah. uh, you get together hey, with Jerry. Did. Remember that? Yeah, oh, I, I didn't take my that. shirt off. No, <laughs> and Kathy that loved it. That's, That's when I had drinking. to go. People were okay. drinking and bringing out their Okay, Kathy, 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 we were out talking about we were talking about a question for the guest, Josh Thomas. Not for me, Jerry. He might want to come. We to the were party. all sworn to secrecy about the events of that uh, oh, thing, okay. too, Kathy. Sorry. So the you didn't the, hear me. the firearms and drinking and <laughs> nakedness. It sounds like my okay. kind of crowd. It was crazy. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Josh. <laughs> Josh. JT in the yeah, world. Yeah. Okay. Somebody okay. asked, what to- what percentage of your time is spent on admin administrative tasks 
and you said 40%. Ooh, yeah, did I? Okay. Yeah, I mean, well, that, when, it matters when that was. I mean, I had it all, my old job, I have had jobs where I was standalone, um, and I was the only person doing all the stuff. So that might have been a little while ago. Um, what, right now, what was 40%? What, does that, what did that represent, 40% yeah, so of your just, time? Just the most drab-ass, just scheduling. You know, like, that's just, I hate scheduling. And I had a pretty complicated, had a good amount of players in there, and it was a lot of scheduling. Um, process also, you know, I worked at a place called Cruise. I had a ton of process that was that had nothing to do with my core sourcing abilities. You know, so that was that was a piece of it. And yeah, I left that company because they had so much process. I mean, I I worked at Autodesk, man. It was like swimming in molasses. You know, so it it, is, it matters which companies, you know, it matters what company I'm at. But that was that was definitely an example of a lot of process for process's sake. You know, and it's something like. I can't do. Even at my age, I need to move fast. I need to get it done. I don't know what. I, hate, I don't I know what. Hey, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about when you say process, process, as if I know what you mean. Secondly, you were also bragging on Facebook that you take ginkgo biloba and it keeps you young and and and, and, and alert. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. You, you ever try? You ever try deer uh, deer velvet? They, they scrape it off the deer velvet, you know, off the antlers of the young deer. It's, no. The highest form of testosterone you can get. You might want to try it. I mean, you know, it might might wake you up a little bit. Yeah, maybe say, I might, need something. Some time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. What about boys hunt weird? Yeah. <laughs> what about? Yeah, uh, weird. Okay. Just when you say there's a lot the of NFL, by the way. Yeah, when yeah. you say there's a lot of look, we're almost at a time. I I would like to understand what you're talking about when you say there's a lot of process. What are you referring to? I don't know what you mean. It's something where I'm doing all my own job posting. I'm doing all my own um, salary salary research around stuff. I'm using, you know, and I'm also doing a lot of scheduling. So, but I'm also all the, the other reports one. Was, and the, the other one was a lot of approval, a lot of approval process too. A lot of, you know, stepping through a number of different forms. And and I have also had companies where none of the database the areas talk to each other. You know, like Pandora is a good example. You know, we we've, we've got. Uh, because it's OSCCP compliant, you have one database here, and then you have the other one that's within that you're sourcing off of, but it's a CRM tool, uh, Aventure, I think it was, Avanade, something like that. And then you're also uh, you're also using Workday, and you have it to move between three systems that don't talk to each and other not only at that, all. You have to yeah. disposition if you're in a corporate environment. You have to yeah. disposition out all of your candidates within like 72 yeah. hours. I mean, yeah. it's. it's it's a it's a real heavy load and in terms of process. Yeah, and a lot of people are leaving true. because of that. Yeah, thanks okay. for that, Kathy. That's very true. Yeah, a lot of dispositioning of candidates that didn't fit the role, you know, and going through them. I mean, some OFCCP stuff means you have to go from the bottom up. You can't just look at the referrals first, which a lot of people think in-house recruiters, that's all we do is look at referrals all day and move them through. And it's like, well, no, you got to look at all the other ones. you got to respond to the other ones. Because I mean, I got glass doored on my birthday recently. You know, that's that that I was I was at Austin City Limits. I just but I can't help but look at what's going on in the world, and that was that was a bummer. And it wasn't you know it's something where you got to have good process or you're you're going to get called out as an in-house recruiter. Um, people, there's a lot of people. I mean, you look at Yelp. Uh, it's like 50% haters out there, and you want to keep your job. You really I mean, and not only that, you want to have good candidate experience. I mean, that's the key. That's the key to having a good. Company is, it's like reading a magazine. If you like the magazine, you're going to recommend it to two other people. If you have a good hiring process, whether you got hired or not, you know, you're going to say, hey, that was a good process. I like the team. They were strong. I like their location. I like what they do. They seem like everyone's really vibrant and they're talking well. They had good points and they didn't have repetitive questions. That's a place you're going to recommend to your friends to interview. And that's where that referral stuff comes around. 
You know, if you put a good interview process together, we have good candidate experience, they enjoy what they're doing, um, you know, enjoy that experience, you're going to get more referrals out of that because you have a good reputation. On the other hand, if you have a bad one these days or even just a minimum one that doesn't exactly cater to every single candidate, you might get, you might get a gla bad glass door review, and that's going to reflect poorly as your, on your company as a whole as well as your recruiting department. So it's, it's, it's tougher than ever to be an in-house recruiter because of those types of because of those types of reviews that are going on out there in the world, you know? Okay. Okay. I was going to ask you a question about <laughs> scheduling software, but for the last question, I'm going to switch in. Yeah. You mentioned before that you like being on site because you can be there at the interviews. So you just said, yeah. you know, you like uh, to have the candidate have good interviews where they don't ask a lot of repetitive <laughs> questions. How, how do you participate in the interviews? Uh, well, usually, I mean, we have a coordinator that, that's awesome, and she usually walks and does the tour. Sometimes she's busy, so I'll walk and do the tour of the, of the company. I like to take a look at them and meet them. At the end of the interview, though, I, it's a great time in which I'm going to sit for 15 minutes, and I'm going to ask them how the interview went. I like to know if all the questions that were asked pertain to the job at, you know, at hand. If I have any weird – if I have a, you know, somebody who's asking, like, buzzword bingo and asking about a really old tech they had on their – resume and trying to go deep on it from a programming standpoint, I'm going to call that person out on my interview team and make sure they're not doing that anymore. I want to get, and so I want to find out about my interview team. I want to find out if, it's, if the role is well explained to them, if they have more questions. Most importantly, though, I'm going to see where they're at in process with other companies. Right now, it's, it's worse than 99-2000. I mean, I was in that slugfest of a war. This is way more of a war on talent that, that I've seen from back then, and I want to know where they're at in competitive off with competitive offers, where they're at on on-sites, companies are interested in, and I'm going to try to find out as much information as I can after developing, you know, as much rapport and commonality as I can. I mean, I, I sat with the kid for 45 minutes, you know, last night at the end of his interview phase, and we got to know each other better, and I got to know all three of his other companies that he's working for, and I can guess who they are. He won't give me the names, but I can guess who they are, and I know the different roles, and I know that our role is a little more compelling, and I know he's excited about it. So I'm going to you know, it's one of those things. I want to use it in the close. And if I get to know that person face-to-face, -face, I can use that information in the close, and it's going to help my closing percentage, which is, is down to 47, 40% inside some companies out here. That's the closing ratio you're seeing out here for technical roles. It's gnarly right now. So if you're, if you're not being competitive with your offer and you don't know what's going on with them, you know, it, you're going you're gonna to just be going blind into a close, and that's not, you're not going to get that close in the end of the day. So, yeah, I want to I wanna do the, deep, the debrief is most important. Walking them out is really important as well. You know, so, yeah, okay. I always well, want to do that no matter what time yeah, of day or night. I think we were headed there. And, you know, so next time you come back, we'll ask about the competitive stuff because really the only other person who ever talks about that is Amy, who we mentioned already. Uh, I, what I was referring to was sitting in on the interview. You don't yeah. sit in with those pets. Oh. You don't, do you sit in on? I sit in on phone interviews, but I feel it's awkward to be in the room with uh, with them. Yeah, but I Why? other people other people do that. Oh, the, the whiteboarding. I mean, I, I mean, I got a source, man. I'm gonna sit there for a half hour and watch someone whiteboard. I don't know, you know. <laughs> but I I don't know if other people do. Animal. That, but I, I like to yeah. use my time. Yeah. Can you Alan. hear me? Yeah. Here, here's my here, here's a question. Why wouldn't you sit in on the interview? You just said you know the whiteboarding. You're gonna your eyes are gonna glaze over. Wouldn't that be one of the greatest opportunities for you to really understand and see what they're doing at its core, and maybe discover one or two little things that's gonna make you identify a, a better candidate that much faster? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, well, one of the I do I, I do a post sync with the entire team physically. Um, so I'm sitting in the I sit and we, I go through the questions they're asking them. Um, You're talking. So oh, are you like, talking about the consensus after the interview? 
consensus out. I do a half hour. I do a half hour sync. Right, right, right. Those are those are those are freaking useless to me. The um, yeah, yeah, I get it, why I don't get you sit in? I mean, I, I've sat in on an interview and I had a I had a I had a senior engineer describe the TCP the networking stack TCP/IP SNMP and then he starts talking about it and he also talked about where they could throw in code that would be patentable and profitable and then I walked out and while I couldn't repeat everything there were three things that all of a sudden it was like wait a second now I need to ask these two questions and as soon as I did I knew I'd have a hire oh uh, yeah huh. that's cool huh. I'll have to think about that I mean it's I mean, I use the oldest teacher. I got 40 hours in the week. I got 10 positions. I got four hours for each position. You know, I, and but sometimes okay, I got to do half hour walking out. Of, you know, but, and then, but in that then, sense, then you're on site. You're in house. You're yeah. in house. You're on site, which I agree with. But I, I mean, it, greatest respect here. I think you're really missing an opportunity here to use okay. that time that you're there to not only sit in on an interview once a week, twice a week, but don't you, if you have any issues with the hiring managers, isn't that going to build the relationship? So when you walk over and say, I need something that, well, the guy spent some time in my interview. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's do this. You can can see how your hiring managers are asking their questions Mm -hmm. and be able to decipher, Hey, this is why I'm not getting a placement with this guy. You know, um, yeah. you know, with this hiring manager, he's turning my candidates off. Yeah, yeah. and also, yeah. and I'll challenge you with one other one. So you do the consensus yeah. meeting, right? Yes. Okay, so let's say you ask, what What did you like about the candidate? What areas is this? Per- do you think this person's going to need to improve? If you start with the senior person on the improvement areas, I'm betting that most of the people down down the line, the seniority line, are agreeing with the senior person. But if it's flipped. And the junior people are going upward. Everybody's like, "Well, I rated it, and I really don't know." Until the senior person says it, and then everybody goes, "Oh yeah, I agree with Bob." Uh huh. And then that yeah, gives you an opportunity yeah. to really dig in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you want to. It's one o'clock. I'm leaving. I did my time. Yeah. Okay, Goodbye, everybody. Have a good one, Jerry. Love you all. Bye, Jerry. Nothing Thanks, but love. Jerry. Bye. Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, the clause cool. didn't come out. The clause didn't come out till the end of the show. Okay, so you're lucky. You, the, the, everybody let me lob you those questions <laughs> until they wanted to grill you about about being a corporate recruiter, yeah. which I don't know anything about. Okay, so there you go. Yeah. Thank you, Alan and Kathy. You turned to you, yeah. you got rid of Jerry for us as well. Okay, jo- thank you, yeah, Alan Moore. Kathy, cool. Thanks, Kathy, Kathy, yeah. Kathy, Suzanne Anderson. I still Kathy Manis to me. Cox from. Z- what's what's the name of your company? Zag Zag Works. <laughs> Zag. Zag Works. Z a g w o r x. Yeah, great sales recruiter. Check him out. And Josh Thomas is going to come back another time. A tech recruiter in the lovely Bay Area. Josh, thank you. <laughs>
There's no more after show. I see you're still here. Is there something else you wanted to discuss? Did I cut you off too soon? Oh no, I mean I, I didn't I kinda wish I knew a little bit more about the format of the show, but it's my fault for not doing for not um for not paying like not listening to your show enough, man. I really appreciate it. I thought it was cool. <laughs> what did you miss? Good. I didn't feel what like did? I got I, got, I didn't get grilled too badly, so that was cool. I, I oh, yeah, they let me. I gave you all kinds of easy stuff. No problem. Next time, <laughs> next time we'll get these guys out with their claws a little sooner. Okay? Yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks for including me. I appreciate it, man. If you're ever talk down you later. Me, if you're ever down in the fish. Yep, talk to you later. Have a good one. Yes, sir. Goodbye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.